You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as this team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 61 of Two Goalies, One Mike. I'm Johnny Cullen, joined alongside by Dwayne Steinel. Dwayne, how are we doing, Bob? Feeling great, buddy. Uh, excited for tonight. I'm um, really happy we were able to get this done. Um, special guest on tap for all of our listeners and viewers tonight, live on Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. We have none other than Fargo Force Forward and Minnesota uh, Commit. Aaron Huglin, not to mention, not uh, a couple clicks, Buffalo Sabres draft pick and prospect. Buddy, how are you tonight? Good. Thanks for having me on. It's a, it's a pleasure for us to have, you know, not only a Sabres draft pick, but, uh, you know, a, an American-born hockey player currently playing, like Dwayne said, for the Fargo Forest, playing alongside friend of the show, friend of the program, Mike Suda. Uh, I tried to call him and, and, and get some dirt, get any funny stories, and his exact words were, Guy's literally the, the nicest human being in the world. There's nothing, Cole. Tell me, though, your nickname is what, Hugie? Yeah, it is. That's a solid nickname, though. I like that. So, um, great. Thanks for thanks for taking the time out. I know you guys are, you know, right in the you know right in the deep run of uh, you know regular season. You got a couple weeks left. Yeah, we're we actually just starting playoffs this weekend. We have Tri City, so. So we have the fourth. How have they been? Uh, you guys obviously are they in your division? Yeah, they're in our the Western Conference. So Western Conference, the USHL, obviously it's all strong. Um, but going head to head, there's there's you know you get that animosity built up of playing them. How have you guys done so far against them this year? Yeah, I think we've we're probably under five hundred against them. But you know they're like we're both really skilled teams. I think Omaha and Sioux City, um, I'd say probably don't have as much skill as us, but. Like they're they're hardworking teams, so I think we have a love a good matchup against Tri City. So any of our Sabres fans listening, be sure to tune into that USHL. Some great hockey. Not only are you going to get to see a future Saber, Hugi light it up uh, and hopefully take his team all the way to the Clark Cup Finals. Um, but you're going to see a ton of good players, a ton of draft eligibles. Um, you know, me and Dwayne likes to give me you know shit all the time that you know college and USHL is the way to go. I'm a major junior guy, but I have tons of respect for that league, um, and, and it's excited to have you on. So best of luck to, throughout playoffs. Now, as you guys saw in the intro, um, you got to play – you got to put on the red, white, and blue um, and play for Team USA at the under-18, you know, one of the world championships, the Lincoln Gretzky top, Cup. Um, you know, still my favorite hockey memory. What was that like for you when you realized after Select 17s that you were playing – yeah, and that was that was that was the biggest deal in in my hockey career it's individually. 
um, up to that point. So that was really special for me, obviously playing for USA is every kid's dream. So yeah, that was probably, that was probably the biggest moment. Do you remember, I remember we, we get into the locker room and it's just like, I, I had an experience, like the whole setup things. You got the trainers putting your stuff away. What was that moment like when you first pulled on that sweater? Cause I, buddy, I couldn't take it off. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty surreal. You get those chills. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this isn't even real. Yeah. Um, but there comes with that added pressure and I'm sure you guys felt it. We played over in Europe, um, which was a, a cool experience all in itself. They have the drums going, they chant, you know, it's different. Yeah. And uh, you're in hostile territory. You guys got to play in, in Alberta and Edmonton. And in that clip, we saw one of the filthiest goals I've seen. And Dwayne, the, the reason why I like it even more is it happened in a high pressure moment. There's nothing like Canada, USA. And, and we, we talk about it all the time, especially World Junior time, Aaron. And, and it's, you know, it's a friendly rivalry for us being so close to Canada here in Buffalo. Um, and, and there's a rich history of that. Um, so, you know, Dwayne, if you don't mind, I got to ask him to take us through that goal real quick. I mean, you, I, you, you stole it right from me. I was going to ask him the same thing. Just uh, it was, you know, that's the, I mean, I remember that goal pretty vividly, but I, I, I won't lie. I, I honestly didn't realize you were, you know, property of the Buffalo Sabres uh, while, while watching it all, all track. I don't think it was, it was, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, but, but like later on when I watched it, even later on, I didn't realize like he was drafted by Buffalo. And then I went back and looked up and like, holy crap, like this, this kid's property of my, of my, of my team this is amazing. Um, and just watching you, you know, cut behind the net and just, you know, what's going through your mind in that moment? Like, is it just, obviously that's that stuff you normally only try and practice, but like, again, in possibly one of the biggest stages that your age group could ever be on in such a, a dramatic moment, like, what was that like? What was going through your mind in that moment? Yeah, no, I've been asked that a lot. And honestly, it, it was just such a like perfect opportunity. Like I had practiced that so many times, um, back home just never in a, I practiced it or I tried it once in a game before that and I, I got it up and then I, I missed the net so I mean the opportunity was there and I was like you know what, I'm just gonna go for it and luckily it went in so now as a goalie as a goalie coach you know I'm, I'm trying to start to defend against that and and it's really we, we try to seal the post in our RVH. We take away the lower half of the net, but I, I find myself having to have our goalies put our head into the puck yeah. outside of that, and maybe coming across with our stick to throw it off balance. It's a very hard play to defend. Um, how much of that is the is the puck being on edge there, right? Because you have to do it with speed. And and trying to watch the replay for me, I was trying to see. Man, you picked that up so flawlessly, right? It's not easy to do that in the heat of the moment, right? So were you able to to recognize that, that you might have had, you know, that puck leaning over towards your forehand? Yeah, and I mean, that just that picking up motion, I think, is like, that's the biggest part. Obviously, doing it at a high speed is, is a whole other thing. So, like, I mean, once you can get that first part down, it's – it's really, it's not as hard as, as it looks, I guess you could say. <laughs> Modesty. Love it. You yeah. Soon it wasn't as, he is the nicest guy in the world. Um, yeah, yeah not, not as hard as it looks, buddy. I couldn't try that. I couldn't get that done the way as flawlessly as you did uh, if I tried it a hundred times. <laughs> it's funny. Well, I just, I just actually missed it in a, in a game. Not too long ago. How did Donnie Eads feel about that? 
Oh, well, he's the GM, so I, I didn't hear oh, from him. he's not the coach anymore. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, no, Pierre Paul Lamry is our coach. But, um, yeah, he, he honestly didn't say anything. We were we were up on the team. We were playing Waterloo, and so, I don't know. We were, hey, you, you, you give, when you're up on a team, you have that 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 flexibility to try something. Yeah. But I think, man, it speaks a lot, Dwayne, to, you know, you have to have that confidence. You have to have that ability. We're seeing in today's NHL – you know, a lot more. It's it's not like it was 20 years ago when when you know you had to bide your time in the AHL forever, right? Like we're seeing a mm-hmm. lot of young skill players have impact, and you know, one of the guys on on you know you've played with a ton of these guys that are now stepping into the league. It's got to be a surreal experience. And and for me, it was. I know I can compete. I've competed against these guys all the way up. They're now having success in that league. Do you do you think about that at all? You know, I know you. you you have, you know, Minnesota lined up, but your ultimate goal is to play in the National Hockey League. To see guys that you've played with and against start to break into the league, what's that like? How do you feel about that? And, and you, you still keep keep in touch with a lot of those guys? Yeah. Um, you know, like a lot of those guys I didn't um, play with. Like obviously a lot of the kids who went to the program, um, all those guys are stepping in the league. But, you know, it's honestly – it's cool to, to see those guys – like step in the league and see like, all right, they can do it. Like, cause obviously it's a, it's going to be a huge step if, if that opportunity comes one day. So seeing some guys ahead of you doing it, it's kind of encouraging. So what was it like playing with Arthur Kaliev? Cause he was on your line, right? Or was it just for that, 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 that play? Uh, yeah, I think it was just for that play, but um, yeah, he's quite the player. He's just scores goals <laughs> i heard he's just an interesting guy in the room just a guy that everybody loves you know what i mean yeah. he plays he's i i love to meet him one day so that's awesome man yeah well going into um you know you're all set to, to go to minnesota did you know now i i got to go to st cloud state for a festival right and i didn't you know coming from out here I mean, we played against Shattuck. We played against, um, you know, that select Minnesota team in tournaments. But I never really got to go out there besides festivals. And for that, we're really just right on campus. Um, did you know that you wanted to be a University of Minnesota guy your whole life? You a Gophers fan? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was always a Gophers fan. I was also a Sioux fan, um, too. So, like, it was growing up, it was, like, obviously. That rivalry was insane, man. Yeah. And either of those. are not in the same conference anymore. What's that? It's a shame that they're not in the same conference anymore with the Big Ten and the NCHC. You know what I mean? I love those games. Yeah. It's intense. Do you have so did you go to games as a kid there? Yeah, I I went to a a couple Gopher games and then a few Sioux games too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Now, Dwayne, before we get on to you know Saber stuff and other like, I got one last question. I'm a big fan, and I have been for the longest time of the Minnesota State tournament. Um, you played for – I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I always said it was Rosu. What, what school did you go to? Rozo. Rozo. Wow, I'm yeah. so old. Uh, too many too many pucks that I had, buddy. Um, you know, just grow – for people that don't know, uh, Minnesota high school hockey is is the, the best high school hockey on the planet. Uh, you have guys like yourself stepping seamlessly right into the USHL, which you don't see anywhere else. You know, if you play high school hockey in Western New York, you'd be lucky to play USPHL premier. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a different animal. It's, it's, I guess what high school football would be in Texas. Um, what was that like? Did you guys get close to the tournament? Yeah. I, yeah. Unfortunately we never made it here in, in my it's just a battle just to get there. People yeah, don't get it. Yeah, it really is. Um, 
let's see. Yeah, so we, we never made it. We um my first year sophomore season, um, we made it to the section finals, the game to go to state, and then we lost six nothing. <laughs> so we got smoked. So that was that was the closest we made it, which is pretty unfortunate. And then my senior year we had a pretty good team, but still couldn't couldn't quite get there. But you know, I know a lot of guys who have played there and um obviously grew up wanting to play there and um watching on TV and going to the games and it's yeah, like you said, it's just a different animal. So it's, I love watching the recaps, the videos. I've gone down, you know, rabbit holes where you start with one video watching the highlights and pretty soon I've watched an entire season. Uh, they had that cool documentary they did on YouTube where they followed a couple teams around. Yeah, and that was really cool. Middlestat was in one of them, Dwayne. I got to show it to you. I think you did. Yeah, I, I, not really you, but cool. I think I've seen, I've seen it. Yeah, it, it it's really surreal. It's real cool. Um, you know, now going back to that. Um, obviously, you know, we're going to touch on a lot of stuff with Minnesota, but going to your going to that day when you got that phone call. Who who called you from the from the organization? Was it Kevin Adams? No, it was actually it was uh, Steve Greeley. Yeah, because I know they were switching off, you know, because obviously this year was a very unprecedented year for all sports in general. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I feel bad, not just for obviously, you know, anybody who, whose draft year it was, but just like obviously, Cully, me and you have talked about it. Um, uh, just, you know, junior players who lost out on opportunities when it came to certain tournaments or – you know, uh, you know, and, and I, I seen high school teams lose out on ch- opportunities for you know state championships and things like that. Just a very unprecedented year. But you know, you sent me some pictures uh, of like you know you with your family and just like I'd imagine you probably got to spend that moment with more family probably than you would have had it been like any anywhere near any type of normalcy. So like, what was that moment like when you did get that that phone call from from Steve Greeley? you know, like what, what were the emotions like? Were you, were, did you talk to Buffalo leading to this or was there, was there, did you have any conversations? Yeah. So uh, I had, I had conversations with quite a few teams, but um, obviously I, I didn't know for sure where I was going to go in the draft. I had an idea, but, um, but honestly that day is pretty nerve wracking. Um, obviously you gather your whole family together and like, you never know, like if you, I mean, something could happen. You don't get picked, so like, obviously, it's a pretty nerve-wracking day. But yeah, once that, once I saw my name on the screen, it was just a big relief, and obviously, super excited to go to Buffalo. Um, so yeah, it was pretty awesome. And then that call was was really cool. Now, with you being a obviously a commit to to be a Golden Gopher, um, you know, did you have any conversations with any previous alumni like Casey? Did I even reach out, you know, to congratulate you? Uh, no, I, I didn't hear hear from them. I uh, let's see. Have you, got to, have, you, have you got to meet any of them yet? Uh, I got to meet Will Borgen quite a bit. We actually flew out together in um, in Fargo. Nice. He's he's from Moorhead, so I got to talk with him quite a bit and spend some time with him. So that's oh, awesome. Yeah. He, he looks really good right now. For, yeah, for, no, Borgen's been great. Good. And and I just remember I got to go to Sabres development camp. Uh, Aaron in uh, 2012, my overage season. Um, and, and it's, it's a lot of the, a lot of these guys, you know, even in a normal year back then with no COVID, a lot of these guys are mean for the first time, you know, sure you've played against if there's Western guys that, you know what I mean? So it's a lot of, you know who they are, but you've never got to, to meet them. So you're going to have a blast, man. I, I can't I, I soak it all in, bud. Cause it's going to be great. You know, 
Um, and, and you're going to love Buffalo. I, I really mean it. It, it. We're a passionate town that wants so, so much. So to just see our team be successful and, and as much as, you know, things have been, been struggling lately, um, you know, the young core of guys, the turnaround this last half of the season has been so encouraging to watch. So to have players like yourself, you know, especially an American-born kid, to come in and, and hopefully be part of that solution is so exciting. And we're rooting for you here, but I really I really mean that. And uh, it's going to be fun to, to follow along that journey. Um, you know, it puts a smile on my face just putting myself back at that age, right? You got your whole hockey life ahead of you, but you try to stay in the moment and um, – you know, right now it's got to be that Clark Cup, but you know you set yourself up, like Dwayne said, for Minnesota. Now, did you did you remember Casey Middlestat? Like, obviously being a Minnesota guy, you remember him playing for you know high school hockey and then going to the same path you took, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I, I grew up watching him. Um, he so I lived in in Roseau, which is six hours away from from where he's from, very yeah. So I didn't. It's like growing up. I I would go down to the cities and and skate and different things and. There was one time where I got to skate with him. Um, it was just at like some summer development thing. So that's the only time I've stepped foot on the ice with him. But yeah, growing up, watching him in the tourney and, um, and then at the Gophers for the year, he was there. So yeah, I've, I've grown up watching him. Dwayne, I, I have a quick question for him. Hockey, like getting into the hockey stuff, you all right with that? Are you anything Absolutely, else? Absolutely, buddy. Yeah, like I said, I listen to you. Like when 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 Cully gets opportunities to tell Cully stories, you you'll never you'll see a twinkle in his eye. You'll see that that that, that smile get a little bigger. I just kind of sit back because you know he 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 will never put the yearbook away. <laughs> hey, I uh, I, right. I haven't cut the cord yet from my career, so still hanging on. Uh, the only good part about playing the OHL, Aaron, is I got traded four times, so I got four different sets of gitch, got a lot of different team hoodies. Um, <laughs> No, but, um, you know, looking at your game, obviously highly skilled, talking to a couple of your teammates, um, you know, they said explosive, the word came up, uh, very deceptive. You have, you know, very good hips, your ability to use that mohawk turn to be able to, you know, you know use that deception to, to create space, um, hard to defend on one-on-ones with that, you know, combination of speed and deception. Also for Sabres fans, uh, his curl and shot, his ability to get in and change the release point off the rush um, is a big part of your game. And it's it's very hard for, you know, goaltenders to track that shot. That's why, you know, the best players in the world seem to have that in their arsenal. Austin Matthews, Jack Eichel, you know, these guys do it so well. Uh, and obviously we see it in your highlights. Uh, how would you describe your game? Um, I'd and say don't, don't be my, honest. Yeah, no. Uh, my Probably my greatest asset is – just my my hockey sense, just ability to read the game, and that's that's come from um, like where I grew up. It was just like we had a rink open like all day long, all all winter long, and so like my my parents would just drop me off on a Saturday at nine a.m. and then pick me up at nine p.m. and just just eat at the rink. Yeah. So like just playing with my buddies all the time. That's that's how I developed as a player. And then obviously um, growing a lot in the USHL too. But so yeah, probably probably my hockey sense is is um, my greatest asset. And then um, my skating, um, like you mentioned, uh, like the Mohawks and stuff, just trying to be deceptive with my skating and and um, my hands too. So those are probably what I would say my greatest. 
Well said, well said. And it's so important in today's game. You see these elite skaters taking the league by storm, right? And, and I, you know, I kind of lived through that transition from 2005 post-lockout to now, see how the game has changed. Um, and in order to be successful, you need to have elite level speed and not just straight line speed, but the ability to, you know, get get horizontal, as I like to say, and, um, you know, cross that royal road. Um, another thing that I've noticed, and, and, and your, your teammates reaffirm this to me, is your ability to be so strong on, on your skates and your edges. And that becomes so important as you start playing against men, right? And, and I'm sure that that's going to serve you well at Minnesota. Um, but where, where did that come from? Is that just a testament to your preparation, your ability to train um, and, and be strong? And, and that's, that's a lot of balance too, right? Like it's that ability to lean on a defender and give yourself space and, 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 and be able to still possess the puck is so, so important for skilled forwards to be able to create chances for themselves off of that one-on-one battle. Um, you know, how long has that been a part of your game? Is that something that you spent more time working on these past couple of years? Um, so that's, that's all came to just from, from playing like with my buddies, honestly, just because like, I haven't, I haven't trained really. in like up to since I started like two years. So I, I'm really excited for this, for this summer to, to really get down to it and start training and build more explosiveness and stuff too, just cause I feel like I don't don't have an extra step like I like I had necessarily, which I think will will easily come back after some training. But um, whatever I have, I guess, is just um, just come from developing as a player and play a lot of hockey. Yeah, I I couldn't say it better myself. You know, when I when you said that your parents dropping you off in the morning, picking you up at night, you know, eat your eat your meals at the rink and get right back out there, man. I so many. Brought back so many good memories for Dwayne and I. Like, it's just, you miss that. Oh, and, and then you throw in COVID, though, Dwayne, and you brought it up before. Like, a lot of players, in whether it's last year or junior, the 2000s, you know, kids that missed out on their high school senior season, Dwayne, you hit the nail on the head. Like, I, I feel for you guys. I'm I'm working with a ton of players now, and, and they're all trying to play catch-up, right? And, and I'm, I guess the good thing for them is that everybody is, really, right? But – um, you guys have at least gotten to play through a little bit. I know last season was was tough, not being able the games, but um, yeah, tell all the kids, you know, like you have to, you have to play, right? Whether that's shinny with your buddies, whether you're, you're playing on the on the outdoor outdoor rink, whatever it is, get on the ice, have fun, and and, and your story is a testament to that, right? Like, yes, it's important to do skill skates and clinics and all that, but your love of the game, your your hockey identity, really shines through from all the things that you've been doing your whole life. So it's really, really cool. I think our fans will really love to hear that, Aaron. That's a really cool way of answering that. I appreciate the, you know, the honesty and uh, giving us a peek at that. So going into, into this summer, um, you know, I know you got playoffs on your minds. Um, What's that? What's a day in the life in the summer for you going to look like? Where are you going to train? Are you going to get up to Minnesota on campus early? Um, Do you know yet what you have planned? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure yet. Um, we'll see how, how COVID affects things, but I think generally, um, they'll have their, their freshmen for sure come in, um, like late June and then stay until I think August, but I'm not sure how COVID will affect that or if things have changed with, the with the coaching change a few years ago. Um, so I'm kind of waiting to see, but I think for sure I'll be living in the city somewhere on my own, just, just training. So awesome. Haven't found place yet, so we'll see. 
Dwayne, my phone went off. I'll pay the five dollar fine. That's that's chalk <laughs> it up, throw it on the board. I love it. Um, yeah, uh, so obviously, University of Minnesota too. Is that that's a that's a Big Ten team, correct? Yeah. Oh, so you're gonna be you're gonna be facing off with Michigan, and you know we an, an, another guest that'll be on with us hopefully here soon in a month is goaltender Eric Portillo, future teammate of yours with the Buffalo Sabers. Just coming off a very strong freshman season. Obviously, we just talked about COVID. Their season was uh, cut short early because of COVID. Um, you know, they were the second-ranked team in the nation, and obviously they had to pull out of the tournament. Really disappointed. Uh, big friend of the program, goalie coach Steve Shields. Steve uh, Shields! You know, been, on the, been on the show with us a few times. Really good guy, a, a, a good friend. Um, just, uh, you know, what, what exactly, you know, in terms of college hockey, what teams – you know, are you look what, what what teams are you most looking forward to? You know, lining up across from. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess there's no bad game um, at that level. So, um, obviously, like we mentioned earlier, I don't know if it was off or, or not, but North Dakota, I think we'll, we'll end up the playing them. Gopher. Yeah, the Sioux Gopher rivalry. What would that be like yeah. for you at the start that game? Yeah, that's gonna be absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know where where the games will be or if how many we'll have against them, but that's going to be something else. I hope that Dwayne, we got to set it up. We got to influence the selection committee so at next year's Frozen Four and the playing games, North Dakota, Minnesota, we have to set it up. I would love that. Um, that oh, would be yeah. cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd be phenomenal, man. I uh, you know I love I love college hockey. I love everything about it. Um, just you know, it's just like. You know, obviously, once you get to the pro level, things change. You know, it becomes, you know, obviously more money becomes more involved, whereas I feel like there's more passion involved at the college and junior level. You know, you're obviously playing to get to that point, but it's really more about like the I, I guess I'm not trying to take away, say, the love of the game is in existence in the national. Obviously, it is. But like it's just a pure passion and love for the game at that at that younger age level that you that's what's so fun to watch, man. I, I love college hockey. Yeah. It, that, that atmosphere can't be replicated. I think you hit the nail on the head, Dwayne. It's it's that, you know, you're with your brothers, right? You're at the same school. You're representing that that crest, that logo, and you got all your classmates there. And I can't wait for hockey to get back to normal because that's such a huge part of it. Like, don't get me wrong, Aaron, playing in London in front of 10,000 people was cool, but except when I got lit up by Kadri and Domi and all those assholes. But – Playing, I never got to experience playing in front of my classmates, and I got to coach Division Three hockey here and saw a little bit of that. And it may—I don't regret my my path, but you know what I mean. It's definitely—is that something you look forward to getting back out there in front of the fans? What's the arena? Is it Mariucci Arena? Yep. Yeah, that's gonna be so cool. I can't wait. I, I got we got Dwayne. We got to do a special special thing for his his opening college start at Mariucci. That's gonna be cool. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. We got a comment here. I smell two goalie one mic on Notre Dame versus Minnesota group live stream. Uh, I think you might be right, Steve. I think you might be right. Front, you know, producer Steve here uh, helps a lot with the show. Uh, you know, Steve, one, of the guy, one of the guys behind the scenes always helps set things up, you know, especially with the YouTube channel. Uh, I, I think you're right, Steve, for sure. We're going to do a live stream uh, for, for sure. Um, no, but like I, said, I, I just love, I love everything about college hockey, man. I, I can't wait to see you suit up as a Minnesota Gopher. Um, obviously, we have a few Sabres. We're not going to say their names right now. We're not going to reveal the names because that's going to play into later on in the show. 
but um, you know, we've had some, you know, pretty famous savers, uh, you know, don that Jersey as well. Um, but you know, you know, obviously um, when you get here to Buffalo, I'm sure you've heard a lot about the city, you know, but have you actually ever actually been to Buffalo? Yeah. So, so when I got drafted in 2019, um, we, we came out there for the player development camp. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. I wasn't sure because of COVID and everything, but yeah, that was the year before. Yeah. Oh, that's my mistake. Came out there, um, and then um, I came out there before, before the draft too for, I can't remember what it was called, but it was kind of just like a development deal. But um, was it the combine? Yeah. Okay, it, okay. It wasn't like the top whatever combine, but. Oh, you mean the individual team combines? Yeah, yeah they, yeah, they, they did. In. I got to go to one. I was there with Mark Shifley because he oh, was really? there half year. And we're going to get to Shut tell up. Your, you lit me up. Your sock story. He had, he, he oh, wore like eight. Hey, no, no, let me tell it. Do you remember when Central Scouting comes to measure us in the beginning of the season? Yeah. So um, I was five, five, ten and a half on a good day. And every goalie throughout that stretch was like six, six, one, right? That was a big thing. Yeah. So um, we're playing against the Erie Otters. I'm playing for the Niagara Ice Dogs at the time. So we're at, we're in Jamestown, which is a city in between the two, not far from where we live. So I'm there, my family's there, and, and the boys come in. It's all new to me. And they're like, hey, Central Scouting's here. All the all the 91s or late 90s come on out to get measured. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking, so I I put on like eight pairs of socks to give me maybe a couple inches. <laughs> I'm nervously waiting. They get up there. There's the three guys that got the NHL coats on, right? And they're measuring guys. And I'm up next and, uh, you know, trying not to look nervous or step up. He's like, all right, take your socks off barefoot. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what do I do? I don't want to take eight pairs of socks off in front of these guys. They're going to tell everybody. So I'm like, oh, I got I to gotta pee. I got to pee. So I ran out of there and whipped them off. But So I got measured in at 5'10 and 6 eighths or 3 fourths, whatever it is. I, uh, you know, when I went, uh, I, I tested pretty high to become a New York State trooper years and years ago. And, uh, you know, part of the process, you go to Albany and you you, do, you go through your physical ability test, like your, your you know, your written testing, your, your drug testing, everything. And one of the things they're very stringent about, and it's the most stringent in the country, is you know body art tattoos, and you can't have a tattoo that falls below like your sleeve line where the where the uniform falls. So I remember I have I actually have a Boston Red Sox tattoo on my arm of Jason Veritek punching Alex Rodriguez in the face. <laughs> one of my grandpa's favorite moments because he you know he hates the Yankees, hated a Rod. So it fell just below the waistline. So I remember going, I remember going up there to get my picture taken because that's how they judge if you, if, if you have to get it removed or not. I had to hike my chest up like this. So the sleeve would fall that much more further down. And the guy, cause why are you staying like stand normal? Where are you carrying? Where are you like, 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 I was like up on my toes and he goes, why are you standing like that? I was like, oh, I was, you know, I was raised in a military family. Yeah, That's just the way I, 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 I just raised like, oh, okay. So he took the picture. I got lucky. I mean, obviously I didn't get a job judging from the beer. They're not going to let, let this, you know, this guy. You know rug, rug on state troopers faces. But, um, you know, I, I, I got, it was funny. I, um, you know, I got the picture taken and notice and I took the shirt off. He goes, huh, surprised that tattoo didn't show up. He goes, what, what, what is that? I was like, oh, that's Veritech punching A-Rod in the face. And I'm like, huh, you're lucky I'm a Red Sox fan, kid. <laughs> that was classic mix. Oh, yeah. That's but, um, yeah, it's, you know, it, it, you know again, uh, that's, just, that's just my, I guess, my relatable story to that, seeing as I was 
washed up at their junior college when it came to hockey. Hey, Dwayne, we all end up in beer league eventually. Unfortunately, you know, some of us make millions of dollars. You know what? I was, I was getting chirped. Andrew Shaw just retired. Uh, I was Andrew Shaw's teammate in Niagara. I've told the story before on the air, Aaron, but pretty much we got into a little beef. We had a practice scrap. I got my face punched in by Shawzi. He definitely won the tilt. I may have landed one punch, maybe. Uh, and then Cully gets traded two days later to the last place, Kingston Frontenacs. So, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah. His suitcase it, was it, always... it all worked out in the end. I, I ended up in Windsor, got his... to play with Cassie and Alice. It all worked out. His suitcase was always packed on trade deadline Jan- day. Trade deadline was January 9th. Every single January 8th, I just, after that first year, bags were packed, just ready to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And uh, three out of the four trade deadlines, I got dealt. Speaking of speaking of beer league, big five two, uh, big five two dub last night for the Heart Foundation. Couple clicks for Dwayne. Let's give it. Let's give it here. Couple clicks for Dwayne. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, coming off a three game losing streak, had to get hey, one in off there. The schneid, you got to get that monkey. Well, up you know, two of those, one of those games. One of those games I wasn't there for. I, I chose to go watch WrestleMania. Oh, bad team guy. Bad team guy. Hey, so we got, pumped, we got pumped hard that night too, dude. It was bad. Dwayne, we um, I know. Did you have one last segment to do? I don't want to keep this guy too long. I know he's got. No, a no, no, no. Uh, we have we have another question in here. Same guy. Let's just get this question out of the way early, Aaron. Blue cheese or ranch with your wings? Ranch. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No. What? Oh, dude, you might not. You, they might not let you in the city, dude. Breaking news. That's what I Aaron Huglin's rights have been traded what? by the Montreal Canadiens. Hey, tell you what, when we go out for dinner, you'll give me some blue cheese. Yes, yes. You know what, Dwayne? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I've had blue cheese other places, and it tastes like a carpet of a, a car. It does not taste good. Hughes, when you come down, we'll take you to a couple wing spots. I'm telling you, man, I never liked blue cheese. I never liked any white condiments. I hate ranch. I had a girlfriend that would put it in her cereal, and I hate it ever since. Um, <laughs> but no, um, the blue cheese. I just put that in the group chat. I just put that in the group chat. Aaron Hoogland, it's official. Ranch. Oh my God. Okay, no, oh my God. You have to put an asterisk because he's willing to try real blue. He's never had blue cheese. He's never had the real stuff, Dwayne. He's a young Oh, that's what happens. You got to be converted. Once <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you should, you know, I feel guilty now. You in the, set him up for failure there. In the, train wreck, in, the, in the train wreck group text right now, no lie, all capital letters. Cut him from the stream right, right <laughs> after now. <laughs> well, hey, a little background, Aaron. For oh, some reason, God. Buffalo, Buffalo is so passionate about their food, right? And it is what mm. it is. And, and for no kidding, the past like three or four years on social media, it has become a shitstorm of people. Anybody that any Buffalo athlete that doesn't say blue cheese over ranch, everybody's getting get their rifles out. Let's form the militia up. Let's run them out of town. It's been a big ongoing joke. So. Hey, Dwayne, you know what? At least the kid is ready to – he 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 tightened it up right away. He said, I'm willing to, to be converted, and that's all you want to see. Good players. Yeah, you know, willingness to get better. That's, where, that's all that's we have. All that's all it is. Willingness yeah. to be better. Hashtag blue cheese. That's all I'm going to say. But Buffalo is known for, you know, across the country, man, when it comes to food. It doesn't get much better than Buffalo, New yeah. York. That's a fact, man. Yeah. You, you'll 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 learn that real quick. But uh, real quick before we let you go, uh, 
Hidden Valley. <laughs> what are you that laughing at? Changes otherwise. Hidden Valley Hugie. <laughs> That's awful. Um, oh, producer Steve, I love it. Uh, got a lot of comments coming on the text Steve, line too. Producer Steve's on a heater right now. Just as comment. We're getting a lot of texts on the text line too. This hey, is awesome. Um, fire up your last segment. I feel terrible. All right, so, so obviously we were all we were all born in different eras. Um, you know, how old are you again, Aaron? Are you 19? 20. 20. Okay, 20. So, you know, we're all like I'm 33. Cully just turned 30. A couple of late belated birthday clicks for Cully. Uh, but you know. We're going to do a little thing uh, called, you know, Battle of the Eras. You know, Battle of, ba- battle of you know, the Eras, for sure. That's what we'll call it. You know, that, that's a, me half-assing it. I'm going to ask you 10 questions um, that were more or less based in mine and Cully's, you know, where the era we grew up in. And if you can't answer five out of 10 of these 10 correct, when you come to Buffalo for development camp, you got to buy us dinner. All right. All right. We're, we're going we're gonna to shake on it couple clicks on it. Uh, we have your word. All right. So first question, first question, do you know what a VCR is? And if so, what is it? Video something recorder. Is it not? Yeah. He's no, oh, 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 no. He's he just guessing. I don't even know what the CGI is for. What goes in a VCR? Um, it's uh, a <laughs> uh, real. A what? It's like, it's like that. Uh, oh, yeah, whatever. No. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! Okay. You know what? VCR. Uh, you just watch movies on. You put those old big tapes in them. So oh, you know, I had a DVD player before yeah. we had DVDs when we were kids. We'd have to take these tapes, VHS tapes. And it's a big black thing, like this big, has two circle white circles. You put it in. That's the movie. Trust me, we're a better species that they're no longer around. From uh, fr- from train wreck, from from uh, tr- maniac from train wreck is obviously it says Zach Sheldon, but we call him maniac. Is Aaron still a big Imagine Dragons guy? You know, not really. <laughs> not really, it must have been a phase. Hey, I have a couple Imagine Dragon songs on my pregame list, so I do too. Uh, Thunder, Thunder is a banger. Thunder is a banger. It, it it bangs for sure. Wait, side okay, question. Question. Side question, really quick. What is your go-to song right now, Hughes? Go-to. What's on the playlist uh, before the game? For the game. Ah, Live It Up by Airborne. There you go. I like it. I like Good it. Yeah. Can you name the nickname that the line made up of Gilbert Perot, Rene Robert, and Rick Martin? Do you know the nickname of that line, that historic Sabres line? Oh, buddy, we weren't even we – I was joke with one of my teammates, uh, Tristan Bros. You know, have you heard of him? He's gonna be. He'll be a probably second rounder this year, but him and I just never grew up watching hockey. Like we always tell each other, our teammates, like, "Oh, did you see the games?" Like, no. Like, all right, I'm gonna give you the first one because you did kind of you did you did kind of ha- have it. I will give you that one, but you're you're one for two. All right. Name one ninety sitcom not named Friends. Uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, and a boy, oh, I, mean, yeah. I bet somebody ten dollars yeah, that you for the old they, boy. They, they bet me ten dollars that you would say Seinfeld. I said no way. There's no way he's saying yeah. Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> I owe some. I owe, I owe somebody ten bucks. That's fantastic. All right, all right. You're two for three. You're two for three. Fourth question: What is a hacky sack? It's uh, it's that 
like bead filled thing that you play. Uh, it's kind of like sewer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. It is sewer. That's exactly like sewer. Three for four. I, dude, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. My question: Are you a good sewer ball player? No. no. I, honestly, I was terrible too. Yeah. Love it. All right. Play though. What does in the what, what next question? What does AOL stand for? Oh, it's uh, it's a website. What does it stand for? Oh, AOL. No, I don't know. America Online. Okay. Back in our day, that's how we accessed the internet, and it had to go directly through the phone line. Dial-up sound, even get on the internet, and if somebody decided to pick up the phone while you're using the internet, it booted you right off. Yeah. We had this instant messenger called AIM, and that's how we talked to people. Away messages. Things called away messages. So you'd sign on, and you'd put an away message up, and I used to put the softest messages and lyrics ever i went back and looked and i wanted to bury myself my last moment on this Dwayne, my screen name on am for a long time was the starburst pimp no questions taken my name was uh dwayner as uh, a dwayne dwayner 39 bw and bw stood for brick wall all right, all right question six what do we got all right uh next question what was the famous line of books written by R.L. Stein? Oh, that's tough. I think I know it. You don't know it, or you got to be kidding me. What do you get on your skin when you get like nervous or hyped up? What did oh, you no, get? Don't, 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 don't you dare. What did <laughs> you get when you put on the USA? <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, man. Little bumps on your skin. No, you're, you're already, you're not. He's, <laughs> no, you're goosebumps, goosebumps. Goose, yes, goosebumps. Sorry, I'm just trying to help the kid. He's 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 battling hard. He's battling. He's he's battling in the corners. I love it. I love it. Good team guy. You know I'm a glue guy. That's right. All right. Who who was the famous Minnesota Gopher drafted by the Sabers in 2003? What was the question? Who was the famous Minnesota Gopher drafted by the Buffalo Sabers in 2003? He lit it up at the uh, at the frozen Holly. Kyle Poso? No! Thomas, Thomas Vanek. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Hey, so that Frozen Four was here in Buffalo. I went to that game as a kid. I saw Vanek live, and he was absolutely a wagon. Yeah. He was unbelievable. All right. Next question. You are now three for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ooh, three for seven. Next questions are. I, I, honestly, didn't think, I honestly didn't think he'd get three by now. I'm not gonna lie. I did not think he'd get three, and I was really generous hey, with that first get, one. Kids passing expectations already. You know, guys are stunned. Sign him. Right. Get him a contract. All right. Um, name one character from the show Friends. Oh, well, it's Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Rachel? Yeah! yeah! Oh, my God. Oh, boy's buzzing. Four for He's eight. He's buzzing, oh, no. Jake buzzing. Let's go. Oh, no. He could um, back to 50% mark here, Dwayne. You had, I think you said he'd be lucky to get two out of ten before the show. I, I, I didn't I, I didn't think he would. Uh, I didn't think he'd get this far. I'm not going to lie. Um, going, two more. Two more miles. 
I got a couple here. I got I got to decide which one um, I'm gonna pick. Hold on, I, I, I right now because this could be the difference. This could be the difference between. Fire okay, it up. big one. Lead singer of Nirvana. He's dead. He's dead. I'm dead. Times <laughs> with Bert Brobane. I didn't Bert listen. Cobain. Kurt Cobain. It's Kurt Cobain. Okay. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. You are four for nine. It's coming down to the tenth question. Right. This is number ten. I'm. I might. I'm contemplating sending you a softball here. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm contemplating. I'm contemplating sending him a softball. All right. Name one other member of InSync not named Justin Timberlake. Give me a first name. Of InSync. Any any member of InSync. Wait, not wait, wait, wait. Do you even know who InSync is? No. See, I wait, that's a what? tough question. Man, who is he gonna listen to a boys band when he's in the world? It's InSync. Come on, dude. Oh, time out. What year were you born? Oh one? Yeah. Dwayne. Buddy, they were breaking up, and he hasn't even been – he's a fetus. But that's the point. That's the point of the show. That's the era we grew up in. Hey, I'm going to give you a hint, okay? It's a fair hint. There's a couple different options here, all right? If I'm going to say the hockey chirp, blank bag of donuts. He's cut out what? It's a first name, okay? If I'm going to use the chirp, hey, blank bag of donuts. What was the name I would put in front of that? Maybe you've never heard this chirp. We're from Minnesota. Shit. All right. Um, think of a real fruity name. It starts with the letter L for a boy. A soft name. Um, Lenny. That's ah, close, Lance. Uh, Lance, Lance. We're looking for Lance. We're looking for Lance. And for the record, the the term is Joey Bag of Donuts. Joey Bag of Donuts. Oh God, I'm trying. I'm trying to help you here, man. I'm trying to help you. I know that was that was a tough question, but um, so you end up next to a guy on a draw and be like, "Hey, fucking Joey Bag of Donuts, fuck." <laughs> you know what I mean? Just mix it in. <laughs> All right. Um, Oh, let me think here. Bert Cobain. Uh, yeah, Steve. I know my mind. My mind was spinning. Last question. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a chance here. Last question. What TV show was Will Smith on? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. That go. was about the biggest softball I could have given you, and yeah. I gave it to you. All right. I did you a favor there. All right. So we'll meet you in the middle. We'll buy you dinner. Oh, yeah, we'll take you. We'll buy you dinner. There you go. We will take you to the best spot in Buffalo, you know, that's probably cheap, but has still has good food. (laughs) We're taking him to Barbell, and you know it. We're taking him to Barbell or Gabriel's Gate or somewhere on that. Good wings. And I I will, but I will tell you this, Aaron. I will tell you this. If you ask for ranch with your chicken wings, they will they will probably make you leave. I'm see, not hey, kidding. Just, that, you think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. Hey, willing to learn. Yeah. <laughs> see, hey, I'm going to go on the record, okay? Do a damage control. Immediately, without hesitation, he was ready to concede, and he said, you know what? I'm open to trying um, blue cheese. Loved it. Love to see it. You know, he's willing Love to be there. No, yeah. hey, you'll, you'll enjoy it here. I have no doubt that you're going to have a great rest of the run here in Fargo. Uh, go bring home that Clark Cup. Enjoy your summer. 
get after it at Minnesota. I'm a huge Michigan fan, but I'll be cheering on um, the Gophers next year. So I'll tell you right now. I'll, I'll tell you right now. If 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 I'm not sure, uh, schedule probably hasn't released yet. But when Michigan hosts Minnesota, I will get in contact. We're with, no, we're going. We're going. I'll we're get in going. contact with Stevie, and we'll make sure we're in the building. <laughs> sure. So, absolutely. That is a game I will not miss. I don't care, you know, if I'll, I'll quit my job. I won't quit my job. But <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. Um, but, again, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on with us, man. Before everybody goes, I just want to make sure that you are that you do know that this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Use the code word TRAINWRECK for 20% off plus free shipping. That's T-R-A-I-N-W-R-E-C-K. Get you 20% off plus free shipping. Get yourself the Lawnmower 3.0. Unbelievable razor. Obviously, I need to get using it because I've uh, let it a little while on my face here. Um, and uh, it comes with a built-in flashlight to help you with your edging. And it's waterproof to use in the shower. Got Aaron Aaron has got a hot date in a rush. Got to hop in the shower, use the razor. Waterproof. Hey, he's married to the game, brother. He's married, married to the game. To that's the what game. I like to hear. I, that's what I like to hear. Um, and uh, also brought to you by Amherst Ale House. Go to Amherst Ale House for all Sabres games. Gets half off pitchers for uh, most uh, most pitchers of beer. Molson Molson Canadian Labatt's, uh, you know, Blue Blue Light, the whole nine yards. Plus uh, half off medium pepperoni pizzas. So get over to Amherst Ale House now for all Sabres games. I know we only have a handful of games left here. I think it's like nine or ten. Get over there, get half off your pitchers of beer plus medium pepperoni pizzas. And of course, our newest sponsor, Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Don't don't haste. Go pick up a case. Uh, Aaron, again, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, we can have you on again here uh, some point over the next few months. Uh, you know, as your your college season heats up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Hughesy. Enjoy the moment, man. Go out and win a Clark Cup. Can't wait to see you in the blue and gold, buddy. You got a bright future ahead of you. You're a great kid, and I, I'm really rooting for you, man. So is everybody here. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, with that being said, this has been episode 61 of Two Goalies, One Mike. We will catch you next week. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right.
Did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.